For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we're going to go over the Astros and the Orioles series, give you our players of the series, the coveted Coach Rose Award, and also five all-new fair fouls. But first, let's bring them in. Tom, what's up, buddy? Good afternoon, Rob. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this weekend was a, a little bit different than we're used to, but... Uh... Happy flight nonetheless. All right. So before we get started, I tweeted this this morning. And I actually had to look it up because we knew. I mean, if you've been keeping up with baseball, that Baltimore was really, 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 really bad. And then they have one of the best five records in baseball going back to a certain date. I don't know those stats. But before the series, I look back at the series before the series with the Astros. They played three three-game series, and it wasn't in this exact order, but they beat the Red Sox two out of three, the White Sox two out of three, and the Blue Jays two out of three. So this team isn't a joke. No, not at all. Um, going into this series, there were two games back of a wild-card spot. They are the first team outside of the three wild-cards or the three wild-card spots, so you know that they are coming in motivated. Definitely wanted to probably show Big Brother Trey, you know, what they've been doing. And uh, they look like it. They pitched great. They played great. You kind of tip your cap. I expected things to come from Trey Mancini versus his former team, but he really didn't do anything. I, I think he had a lot of pressure on him to produce, you know, want to show them, you know, he's still the same guy. want to prove to his new fans. But I'm not going to I'm not going to worry about Trey about this series. All right, so we had Jordan. He sits out with hand issues. This guy's been dealing with injuries all season. Can this guy stay healthy? Can Jordan stay healthy? I think he can. I think, you know, some of these little things happen, and normally guys sit for weeks at a time. You know, if you look back in the years past where Correa had, you know, two weeks here or there, stuff, stuff of that nature, I just think that, you know, We've been we've been locked up in this you know race for the number one seed, and I think Dusty's kind of been pushing the gas a little bit with him, and hopefully, you know maybe he'll get a couple of days off coming up, and that'll help out. Someone had pointed out that he's been struggling. He's not he's not the Jordan that he's been. He's br he's bringing in runs once in a while. He's it seems like he gets a hit. You know he's getting his average hits a little maybe a little lower. But he's not the Jordan we're used to. And maybe it's because he's dealing with this injury and he needs a break to get back to being the Jordan that we want. The one we want and expect, right? Absolutely. I think a break would do him well. I think this lineup proved that they can generate offense without him. So it's going to be interesting to see what Dusty does, you know, over the next couple of weeks, playing some some subpar teams. Can he give him some time to, you know, get both hands. Now it's both hands, not just one. Yeah, it was right his other in, hand this time. In time for the postseason. 
So the Astros actually did really good pitching wise. I mean, they lost two out of three, but they didn't allow very many runs. They just had no offense. And that was the the whole issue. But today, JV was rolling along. After three innings, he had uh, only allowed three hits, and he had one walk and six strikeouts already, and they pulled him out for calf discomfort. So hopefully that's not going to be too bad. Did you hear anything on the post game? No, only that, you know, I mean, he's got the calf discomfort. You really hope that it's something minor. It's something like, hey, I felt a little something, and I don't want to push it. He's been really, really, really cautious with his body, knowing that, you know, the postseason is coming. He spoke to that in post games past. So I think this was more precautionary than anything. You know, he's 39 years old. I mean, everything hurts. So, I mean, at least for me, I I, I know what that's like. So if, if I was trying to be ready for October and if there was anything that, you know, was bothering me, I'm yeah. glad they identified it. I'm glad they got him out. You know, the bullpen did their job and, if they need to bring Hunter up in a week, if they need to bring, you know, Forrest who's pitched well up in a week, you know, they've got options. Yeah. I mean, the, the most important thing for JV is to be healthy for the playoffs. The record we have, how good we're doing, the lead we have on certain teams. And even uh, I'll speak about it later, but the Yankees we're about four games ahead of them and they're about to lose to the A's. We just need them for the playoffs. We're going to make the playoffs. We're number one seed. We could play bad and end up slipping to the two, but I don't see us ever playing bad enough to be the third seed. So protect JV. Get Jordan healthy. You got to start preparing for the playoffs once you know that you're going to be one of the top seeds. And as a fan base, we also we have to be patient. You're not going to win every ball game. If you're trying to rest players, if you're trying to give, you know, guys time to get ready for the postseason, you know, there was a lot of gloom and doom uh, on some of the Twitter feeds that I saw, you know, after losing a couple games. And I mean, I I, I can't like I can't stress like yeah. how much this could happen against Texas or this could happen against Anaheim. And it's like when you take out big key contributors to your lineup, they're not going to be the same guys. They have a very easy schedule coming up, and that doesn't mean 20 wins in a row. They're going to lose to some of these teams. It's just what's going to happen. But Friday, Lance McCullers is back for his third start. Are you ready for this? This, this is going to take all the air I have in my lungs to go over the scoring in Friday's game. <laughs> Top of the six, Urias had a two-run homer, and that made it 2-0, to zero, and that was the final score. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Lance battled, you know, his his stuff's command wasn't great. He had to throw a ton of pitches to get through five innings, but credit to him for, you know, limiting the damage and getting through five innings unscathed. Um, he had some great defensive plays. Altuve made a great double play, kind of caught it in the hole, spun around, got it across to, to start the double play. But, it, yeah, the offense was just really bad. Credit to that pitcher. He had them off balance a lot. And um, – I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but uh, he was really, really good. So the Astros had four hits and no runs. Zero for three with runners in scoring position. And they left six on base because they actually got two walks. Bregman went two for four, Tucker one for four, and Jordan one for three. That's your four hits. McCullers, like you said, five innings, four hits and no runs. He walked three batters, which 
that kind of led to his high pitch count, and he had two strikeouts. His ERA is 169. That's pretty good after three games. Javier piggybacked him. Three innings, three hits, and two runs, one walk, four strikeouts, and he takes the loss. And then Will Smith pitched an inning and had a strikeout. Now we go to Saturday's game, Jose Urquidy, and once again, I'm going to try not to lose my breath going over this scoring, but top of the third, Baltimore had a two-run homer, and then they had a solo homer, and it was 3-0, to zero, and then bottom of the seventh, Jordan, Jordan had an RBI single, brought in Altuve, three to one. Question for you, and Bagwell talked about it on the uh, broadcast. What do you think about this home run chain? Because he was like, I don't want that silly thing. Because the next, you know, I'm wearing that chain and the next ba- at bat I strike out. I don't want to wear that thing. It's silly. That's what he called it. So, I mean, I understand each team wants to do their own thing, you know, celebrate homers. You know, we had the hugs. For a while, Tony Kemp had the hugs for homers or whatever. Way better. Every, every team wants to do something. I think Toronto's got a jacket. Yeah. They got a cowboy hat. Every team's trying to do something. I get it. I mean, I don't love the chain. It, it's kind of like, I know football does a chain for like turnovers and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like they're trying to bite off that a little bit. To each his own, I guess. I'm not. I'm not gonna dog him because I mean, hey, you know, I I like the fact that the team wants to celebrate every homer. You know yeah. what I mean? If the Astros did it, we would probably think it was cool. I probably wouldn't love it either. I mean, but the worst one for me is Boston. Boston has the like the laundry baskets where they shoot them down the. That, that's gonna, the worst I was gonna one. say wheelbarrow. I don't think it's a wheelbarrow though. I think it's like a laundry basket. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say that. You oh, know, I was probably like 40 years old before I. Before I figured out that it wasn't a wheelbarrow. <laughs> it's wheelbarrow, folks, if you didn't know that. So in game two, Saturday, the Astros had one run on four hits, and they had an error. One for two. One for two with runners in scoring position, and they left one runner on base. That's how pathetic the offense was. Urquidy, five innings, four hits, and three runs. He just got in a little trouble. With those two batters back-to-back to hit those home runs, five strikeouts, three walks, and he takes the loss. The Magic Man, an inning and a third, two hits and a strikeout. Maton, an inning and two-thirds, a walk and three strikeouts. And Brian Abreu, an inning and a walk and one strikeout. Altuve, two for four. Yudon, Jordan, one for three. That's two times I, I said his name wrong. <laughs> Mancini, one for three. So earlier, Jordan had an RBI, so I, I was going to call him Yorby because I was going to combine Jordan and RBI. So hopefully you guys caught that because, like I said before, we don't edit this. It's live. It's like <laughs> we can't go back. Do you have any comments on Friday or Saturday's game that sticks out to you or we just want to forget this? I felt really bad for uh, Arkady on uh, Saturday because the at-bat before the two-run bomb should have been an out. Tucker took a horrible route to the ball and it ended up just falling in front of him. And I feel like that was not, not, you know, a game breaker by any means. I mean, they got to score more than two runs anyway, but it just, it just threw him off just enough. And then boom, boom, the two homers right back to back. And that was really it. Um, again, credit to the starting pitching for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, I can't remember that guys either, but I watched how he was able to, 
really do a good job of starting them off the first couple of times through the, the guy with the, the ponytail. Yes. He started them off the first couple of times through the lineup away, away, away. And then the third time through the lineup, he came with the curveball in and, and guys didn't know what to do with it. And I was just, I mean, it was impressive. It was a good start. And then the bullpen did their job, their closer. He's electric. So, I mean, you tip your cap. Obviously you hope that they go score runs, but the starting pitching did their job. The bullpen did their job. Really proud of what the bullpen did this whole series. So it, it, you can't win them all. Yeah. I mean, the pitcher, I think the pitchers pitched good enough to get us wins, but we just got outpitched. That's all, that's all it was to me. But let's go to today's game. And I saw this, and I don't want anybody to get upset with me. But I saw that it was dog day, right? Bring your it was doggy park, doggy in the park day. And when I saw that, I looked at my wife and, I'm, and I said, I've never been on dog day, so I can't really tell you if it's good or bad for people going without a dog. And I love dogs. So let me say that. I wish I had one, but I don't have time to train it. And I'm gone too much. It's just going to be alone a lot. But I, I told her, I'm glad we didn't go because it's dog day. It just a lot of dogs, maybe somebody barking while you're trying to watch a game. But did you see the uh, the veteran throw the first pitch out? And he he's something mixed up with the uh, Lance McCullers Foundation, and that's how they found him. I uh, friended that guy on Facebook, and now we're friends. And I'm thinking about getting him on here and talking about that experience. That sounds pretty good. I think that'd be awesome. All right. So let's go to Sundays. We got JV. Everybody's excited. No runs. No runs at all until the Astros strike first blood. And I know Jordan brought in, I mean, uh, Yuli brought in two runs. But he couldn't have done it without the good at bats by Bregman and Tucker to get on base. He brought both of them in two to zero. And then Bregman had a home run in the eighth inning, 20th home run of the year. And it was three to zero. Montero came in in the ninth, gave up an RBI single, three to one. That was the final score. Like I said, not a lot of scoring, but the Astros pulled one out today. JV, three innings, three hits, no runs, a walk, six strikeouts. His ERA is 184. They didn't update anything, right? We already mentioned it, but they're just being cautious with his calf or they haven't announced anything. I, right? don't, I don't have any new information. I was, I was scrolling through Twitter. I watched some of the post game. They didn't have anything yet. I hadn't heard from Dusty. I hadn't, you know, obviously I don't think they interviewed JV. Hoping that it's just something, you know, you felt kind of twinged, hoping it's not anything serious. Obviously, you know, anytime you have muscle issues, you never know if it's, if it's something serious, that's, that's, it's going to be a tough blow. If it's something where he can just miss a couple starts and, you know, get a, you know, time time out, you know, to kind of take it off, then we're good. Uh, he was in a little bit of trouble in the first inning. He did let the first two guys reach. Dude, then... that was beautiful. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. But um, then he struck out the side, which it was funny because, like, I went, I had to run out to go do some things, and I was listening to the radio broadcast, and they asked Brian Bogusevic, hey, do you believe it's striking out the side when people get on base? And uh, Robert Ford was kind of like, well, for me, and, and I don't want to be ambiguous, I only use the term striking out the side when it's clean, when he strikes everybody out. When mm -hmm. guys get on base, I don't use it. He's like, you know, then Bogusevic was like, 
Well, if every out was recorded with a strikeout, the side was retired with a strikeout. But that's a good said, debate. But he also said, like, I don't have the energy to fight it. Like, I'm good with however you yeah. want to I mean, usually, I mean, if somebody comes in and gets a hit, then he walks a guy and strikes out three guys. He didn't, I mean, I wouldn't say that he struck out the side, but it was amazing. They they were on for, uh, second and third, right? With no Nobody outs. Out. Yep. No out, second and third. JV definitely would have been the pitcher of the the series if he would have kept going. You could still give it to him. But uh, before the game, I'll tell you this. I, I tweeted some predictions. And I said JV was going to go seven innings, give up, I think, three hits and a run, something like that. He gave up three hits. I got that right. Not the innings or the runs. And I predicted eight strikeouts, and he had six. So he was well on his way. But I also predicted that the new guy would get a hit, and I also predicted that Bregman would hit home run. But I also predicted that Mancini would hit home run, so I was wrong. <laughs> but congrats to the young kid, Hensley, on his first hit. Yeah, it was a great piece of hitting. You know, took the ball the other way. It's kind of what, you know, the team needed, really, too. I think there was there was no hits until that point. So uh, credit to him. I'm glad he got to do it at home in front of his family. You know, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's a Houston kid. So, you know, that was kind of like a big deal for him. And uh, I'm just glad they got on the board, got some runs. It was it was, was going to be kind of depressing if we had to come on here and talk <laughs> about three, you know, games where they didn't score, you know, enough to win a ball game. I knew walking around today that it was it was going to be like, all right, here is what happened in the game and we're done. Now let's talk <laughs> about other things. But anyway, the Magic Man came out. I made a little logo for the Magic Man. One inning and a strikeout. Abreu, two innings and a walk and a strikeout. Stanek looked good today. Naris had two strikeouts. And then Montero, who they keep choosing to close out the games. Three hits and a run. But the way scoring is, he gets a save. Save number nine. To me, it looks like. If you say, hey, this guy came in and got a save, you just imagine that the guy did really, really well. I mean, in the end, it really comes down to did he give up the lead or not? Yeah. I mean, I think well, a hold I know. Is, the hold is the same way too, right, for yeah. a reliever. So I, I guarantee you I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. So a Bregman went one for two, and he had two walks. Tucker went two for three. Yuli Hensley and Dubon all got a hit. And uh, did you see the the uh, put out that Dubon had from center field to the guy out trying to get a triple? I did not. I read about it, and uh, I'm hoping to go back and watch it later. Um, obviously, I wish you, know, you really saw heads it. up play. <laughs> it looks to me like the guy could have made it, but when he see you, let me know later. But it looks like his slide was in slow motion. It looked like he could have made it, but. A great throw by Dubon, I'll tell you that. But the guy got greedy. I think there was only one out at the time. I don't I don't even think there's any runs on the board. I think the guy got greedy. But one thing you can say, and I wish I would have done this, and we would be doing a better job of talking about this series, but I wonder how much, because uh, Baltimore ran a lot, and I wonder how many of those runs that they, they got led to uh, – led to scoring for them. But, I mean, one game they had a couple of home runs, so I don't know if it was super important, but they ran a lot. 
they did and it's it's something that they do a lot um i think they're i can't remember exactly what the stat was i heard it and then i I was like, and I'm going to go look it up. And then I forgot to, but they're up there as far as stolen bases. They do run a lot. And I, I'm glad that, you know, there was a couple of plays that got, they got picked off. Uh, yeah. I think Vasquez had two uh, put outs in the second game. Yeah. So they, I think they, they tempered it. Right. You know, the Astros are known for, Hey, run at your own risk. Maldi does what he does. And now Vasquez looks like equally as talented when it comes to putting guys out of second base. Yeah, I predicted a put out for Maldonado today too. After, after Vasquez had two on Saturday, that, that was really good. Uh, so in, anyway, Hensley got his first major league hit, and now, are you ready to do the players of the series? I am. All right, pitcher, who do you got? So I was torn. I was so torn. Like, I, I, I wanted to possibly give it to Urquidy. Ur- because I felt like, you know, he pitched really well, but he lost. I felt like Lance threw too many pitches, so I couldn't give it to him. And then I then I thought back, I was like, you know what? Rob likes his relievers. So my pitcher of the series, the magic man, Seth oh, Martinez. Wow. For him to show up out, out of out of Sugarland and get thrown right into the fire, back to back outings, back to back days, and just pitch really well. He's my pitcher of the series. Hmm. Not bad. All right. Mine's Lance Colors Jr., buddy. Five innings and no runs allowed. I, I got no argument. I mean, yeah. Let's let's pitch well, but I, I felt kind of like, you know, kind of like he could have pitched better. I felt like his stuff wasn't great. And I just really like what Seth was able to do in the bullpen, especially today, where he was able to get called in in the fourth inning, you know, like. Nobody's ready that early, you know. I expected him to throw there. more than one inning. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Dusty protecting him a little bit because he went back to back days. I was trying to give him something, but we'll see. We'll see if the Magic Man. It's great to have him back, at, but at the cost of uh, Presley. But position player, who do you got? Is he going to win it back to back? Alexander Bregman. Yes, me too. <laughs> I got. He's, I got him too. He's been so good. I mean. You remember we had that, what, two, three shows ago where it was a fair foul, whether or not he would catch, you know, Tucker. And, and we both and said yes. And nobody on Twitter agrees with us. I just, well, no, I said no. I said no. I thought I thought that it was going to be too much for him to overcome. Oh, like, me, yeah. and, uh, me and uh, Susie said that. Correct, correct. Oh. And. Um, he's catching them. He's catching them. He's so <laughs> It's like 21 RBIs in 25 games. It's something yeah. ridiculous. Oh, you know, yeah. Like. It, he's seeing the ball so well. He's getting. He's still walking a ton, which he's he's been walking a ton all year long. Now it's like every mistake you make, he's just peppering it, and he's my yeah. head of the series. All right, who do you got for the Rose Award? So I wanted to give the Rose Award to the entire bullpen. I did, and then Montero stunk it up. Oh. so I can't do that. They all they're all deserving. But my Rose Award winner is Abreu for as much as as much as I criticize him, <laughs> and and I feel like just five and so he's been really good lately. Everything he's thrown has looked really good. He's pitched from that from ahead rather than being behind. You know, yeah. limited the walks, and I, we we've always said his stuff would play. So Brian Abreu, Rose Award. I almost gave Abreu pitcher of the series, 
And I almost, I, I wrote Abreu on the Rose Award, but I changed it. And the person I gave it to is Dubon. Wow. Okay. For that throw out. Okay. He's been good too. He's yeah. Good too. I mean, he's 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 doing pretty well. He made, he made a great catch this series. He made a throw out. He hasn't won anything yet. I, I, I did not expect him. I think there's a lot of guys that you could have given the Rose Award to. I didn't want to give it to the new guy because I predicted that he would get a hit today. I can't give it to the Magic Man because I expect him to, <laughs> to shut people out. I already picked a Brayu before, but he doesn't surprise me anymore because, like we said last time, we have more confidence in him than we do somebody else. I can't remember the guy we were comparing to, but Dubon surprised me. He played good. That throw out, I give it to him. Mayton was the guy we were talking about, and Mayton played well too. Yeah, he I, did. I mean, the whole bullpen did so well, and then Montero just had that ninth inning, and it was like, oh my god, please don't do this to us, because he had a lot of traffic. It was it was <laughs> hairier than it had to be. All right, let's take a look at the standings. The Astros are eighty-two and forty-seven. They're twelve ahead of Seattle, twenty-two ahead of Texas, twenty-six and a half ahead of L.A., and thirty-four and a half ahead of Oakland. But when I was writing the notes, Oakland was beating the Yankees four to one. And they also had an amazing, did you see the walk-off? <laughs> it was two to two. They ground it to the shortstop. They go for the double play, toss it to the second baseman. He tosses it into the dugout and they score from third. What an awesome way to see them lose. And then they're losing today <laughs> and they have 78 wins. So we're four games ahead of them. So I want to say that was DJ LeMahieu that was at second. Mm -hmm. And I really feel bad for him because I feel like the Yankees just don't leave him alone. He's like their super utility guy, but I think that messes with him. And I, I just think you need to pick one spot and just leave him there and he'd be good because he struggled all year long. And then that just added to it. Like that's going to be on his mind for a while, I'm sure, because probably cost him a game because double play gets him out of that inning. Yeah, it was it was a uh, bottom of the ninth. Two to two. They could have got out of it. I think it was like the 11th. It was extra inning. Oh, was it extra inning? I didn't know. I knew it was the end of the game because it was a walk-off. Man, I didn't know that. Yeah. They had right, the, now they I, had now the... I look stupid. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. You ready to do some fair or foul? Let's do it. All right. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Number one, MLB blackouts. We need to get rid of them, fair or foul. Need to get rid of them? Oh, 100% yeah. fair. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This, this, the I did MLB this. Blackouts, I put this so we can rant about it. The MLB blackouts are like the worst thing ever. They have so much TV money, so much TV money, and they're going to get more TV money. At what point do you have to like, like, I don't, I don't know what, where they're, I, I mean, I, obviously there's some kind of contractual stuff that's in there, I guess, but like, just make it so everybody can watch it. Because I guarantee you, somebody's going to find it. Everybody's going to buy your product. I promise. I you wonder know? how many people don't buy it because you can't watch the Astros. Don't they want to sell 
because we're watching it free for the most part on AT&T. Well, you're paying for the cable. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're not buying cable just to watch baseball. You watch other things, but you're buying the MLB package. I do. I switched to AT&T because of that. Let me tell you this, dude. Now that we brought this up, I hate AT&T. Every time, you know, they give you specials on DirecTV and you're paying 120 and then all of a sudden you get a bill for over 200 bucks and you call them and you got to beg for discounts. But I came across Fubo TV and they have the AT&T Southwest uh, network on there and it's $69 a month. And I guess I somehow I have a sports package and it's $3 more. So it's $72 a month. And they wanted to charge me 120 for TV and or 169 for TV and 50 for the internet. So it was like two, whatever it was, it was like $228. And I told the lady, turn it off. <laughs> Why would I pay a penny over $69 when I can just have Fubo TV? I only I only have it to watch the Astros. Plus, I'm sick of you. I got AT&T phones. I've had them for like since 2000. I don't have them anymore. I have T-Mobile. And I got so sick of them. I told the lady, as soon as my contract's up, I can't wait to get rid of you. And I love bad-mouthing them on social media. I'm sorry that I'm still in the mic. But they gave us free phones. Okay, you get your plan, you get free phones, right? Somewhere during that time, they changed us to a different plan. And I noticed like, hey, you're not taking the... Because they give you free phones, but you're paying for them, and then they take the discount. But anyway, they said, oh, we changed your plans, and you don't get the discount anymore. And I was like, so they're, I don't, I hate them. So anyway, blackouts are very, very horrible. <laughs> it's stupid. I mean, just if you, you have a product, and you want me to pay to watch it, here, I'll pay it. And let me watch every game. It's stupid. What I hate so, is when you buy, like, MLB, and then they're like, okay, geographically, they're saying, okay, because... You're in whatever whatever area. If I'm buying the MLB package on like a, my computer or something like that, all that should go out the window. Now, if you want to argue the the that I'm watching it on my TV, I get you. With cable, no. I get you. But even then, I think that they're making so much money, they should just find a way to make it go away. I mean, they black out San Antonio. We're three hours away. We're not. We can't drive to the game every day. It's real dumb. All right, number two, injuries will be the Astros undoing. I think that's foul. I don't think it'll be injuries. I think it'll be the manager. <laughs> and I know, I know, I know, I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this. I understand it. But I just feel like there are there calls that Dusty makes sometimes that, you know, we go Dusty's going to Dusty. And it just, you scratch your head. You're like, it doesn't make any sense. And so if the Astros go. don't win at all, I'm blaming injuries. I think okay. injuries are going to be what's going to happen. You got Jordan. What if JV gets hurt? To, you know, I, I think Dusty will be fine. Dusty's going to Dusty, but we'll be fine. I I still think, even if we have in, injuries, we're still good. We're still good enough. We have great pitching and enough offense to get it done. As long as we have Jordan and Alex Bregman and Tucker, we should be fine. Number three, you know who Zach Campbell is? I've heard the of The foul ball guy? Yes, yes. What do you think he's, about what he does? Fair or foul? He's he's so foul. I, <laughs> I wish they would ban him from the ballparks. 
Because you know what? People line up to get on little kids. They say he steals the ball from little kids, and there is a line of little kids to get his autograph. It makes no sense to me. I don't understand it. I know that there's like there's like a gray area with how much tracking you can do for a, a foul ball or a home run ball or whatever. He clearly exceeds whatever that is. He breaks the rules every time. He's at every ballpark. How does he break the rules? Because he, he knows where to stand? Well, no, because he, he bought a ticket and the nose bleeds, and then he wanders down to where the balls are going to be. Mm. He's never in his assigned seat when he gets all these these balls. What a he jerk. buys a ticket exactly. He so does. He gets a lot during batting practice, or that doesn't count. I don't. I don't know. I just know that everybody that I've seen that's that's commented about it on social media, and and I just learned about him a little bit over the last like I don't know maybe six months. He's he's never where his assigned seat is, and he's over there snaking them from people that are sitting in those seats. All right. Wow. Okay. I'll give you that. If he's not in his assigned seat, then he's a jerk. He's still in. If I'm sitting where I'm supposed to be and he jumps next to me and steals the ball and he's supposed to be in the nosebleeds, yeah, he's a jerk. The video that went viral recently, the usher was like, yo, go back to your seat. I saw that. He was in Colorado or something? Yeah, he was trying to keep him away from the area because they saw him like wander over from where he was. It's like, no, you got to go to your seat. Nice. All right, number four. Magic, like magic shows, or you like magicians? I love it. Fair, one hundred thousand ten percent fair. It's fair. It's fair. I, I mean, sometimes I get you know a little. Uh, how much of it's magic? How much is it? You know, you got to be open to it. Yeah, but I, I'm with it. I'm not if you have a it. positive outlook, like okay, dude, do your trick. But if the whole time you're watching it, I'm, you're trying to figure out how they're doing it, you're ruining it for yourself. Because I love magic. I love it. I really do. I love going to magic shows. All right, number five. This happened to me today. That's why I'm putting it on here, buddy. I went to Costco. And I... Oh, let me tell you another thing about Fubo TV. You can watch it on your phone with the app, no matter where the hell you're at. That's awesome. I don't think they let you watch it on the AT&T app anymore. Yeah, Fubo TV. Come on, take it with you. You can take the Astros out of town on vacation. You can take them anywhere. Fubo. I'm going to get them to sponsor us. Love. All right. So, anyway, I go to Costco and there's like the section of parking lots outside the door, another section of parking lots after that, and then another one a mile away next to the gas pumps. I back in the corner. Nobody's there. There's eight spots next to me, maybe 10 empty. I come out, there's somebody parked next to me. That is foul. So when you park <laughs> far away and it's people like, park know. next to you, fair foul. That is a foul pet peeve. I hate it. I don't, how do you not, I mean, how do you not know, buddy? How do you not know that this guy parked way out here to not be next to people and you just park right next to them? So I got one question. With a thousand other options. Because the picture I saw, it was a little misleading. So were you parked (laughs) on the end cap, like towards the store? Like were you you closer to the store? No, I'm way by the gas pumps. So you had to walk all the way down the line and then into the store. Yes. Uh, A long way. That's foul. That's foul. If you parked all the way out there. That's why I I parked. I thought you were just like four rows over 
No. But still in front of the store. No. Okay, okay. No. So where you see my truck, the the uh the stores to the passenger side. Oh yeah, that's foul. And then you can see the... you can see the gas pumps behind me. I'm way out there. Yeah. Way out there. And this happens at H E B. I'll be there in with 50 empty parking spots, and somebody'll either park next to me or they'll park in front of me so I can't pull out straight. Oof. Now I'm big about parking out there too, but not but I'll skip a spot. I'll skip one spot and then I don't understand why they don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I hate it. All <laughs> right, buddy, you got any final thoughts? Yeah, I do. Um, I pray, do one of the little candle circle things for the health of Justin Verlander's calf. I really hope it was just a, you know, a little strain, a little tightness, you know, a little massage, a little heat, a little, a little ice. And he's good to go. Yeah, I know. That's the worst phrase ever for Astros fans because everybody <laughs> has discomfort before they're done for the season. Lance McCullers had discomfort. Michael Brantley had discomfort. I really hope that it's not that discomfort. Well, my final thoughts is I really enjoyed the past couple episodes where we disagreed, and but we didn't this time. It was a very sociable, agreeable podcast. And uh, my final thought for real is, like I said at the beginning, the Orioles are a hot team. They're playing very well. The Astros dealing with injuries. You got to look at the uh, silver lining. The bullpen pitched great, except for Montero in the ninth, in the last inning today. The bullpen was great. The starters were great. Urquidy gave up only three runs, usually five innings and three runs. We got a chance to win. Somehow, they, they just couldn't hit these guys. Those starting pitchers did very, very well. The closer did very well. Don't hang your heads. We got plenty of horrible teams left to play. We have the best record in the American League. We picked up another game on the Yankees today, so don't fret. The Astros are the best. And that's it. We thank you for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball, and we will see you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.